Mother Mouth wants to explore major life transitions and how we can celebrate them and also really travel consciously through these times and how rites of passages are transformative journeys initiating us into a new life phase and new life phases. And I'm especially interested in that because... In our modern Western world, we have become so distant from all of that. We have even lost marking these moments and these very important moments of every life journey and cycle. And also how to be witnessed in this. We have kind of lost community in which we witness each other going and changing and being initiated into these new life cycles and finishing them too. So I'm Stephanie Wiehowski. I'm an artist, clinical herbalist and mother of a now eight-year-old daughter. And I'm a sort of dreamer of possibilities. And I have taken a bit of a break over this Christmas period, uh, the midwinter solstice, Mercury retrograde period. It is always a really crazy time for me because it's my daughter's birthday at the beginning of December. And then in the UK, the times before Christmas seem to be incredibly busy, um, very opposite to how I often feel I would like to be during this time. But yeah, it has also been a reflective time and I have put a lot of thought into reflecting about this podcast too and maybe how I can change its format, maybe to a bit of a more artistic format Mm, that is my background anyway and yeah I'm still sort of pondering and musing about that. I haven't really come to massive conclusions in what to do um, but a couple of musings and thoughts have come up over this time which I would like to share with you. So personally I haven't really had an easy time over Christmas um, I am going through a divorce and for most of Christmas I didn't see my daughter this time because she was spending time with her dad. But my dad was visiting for about a couple of weeks and it has been really, really wonderful to connect with him. Probably connect with him as I have yeah, never really connected with him and really feeling his care and attention. And yes, that was definitely one of the positive sides of these last few weeks. But there were also a lot of tears and grieving. And I'm hoping that will be a kind of clearing 
I mean, it could just be another wave of grief, of a relationship ending, of a family ending, but also touched something deeper. It, it seemed to also bring up still a lot of sort of sadness around my mum's passing or a relationship that I feel maybe we never really had between me and my mum. So, yeah, that's where I stand at the moment. Um, so lots of reviews. And what has become really prominent during this time is also that I feel that I am getting ready for another pilgrimage. To expand on that a little bit, I remember listening to an interview with Rupert Sheldrake on the BBC at some point. It was about his book, The Science Delusion. But in the interview, he was saying, well, you know, in India, people don't go on holidays. They go on pilgrimages. And then they expand a little bit about that kind of subject. And I personally have done two pilgrimages, I would call them in my life. And both of them were either walking or canoeing or traveling along the course of a river. So one was the Thames. So the river I had at that time lived next to or with for many years. And I felt has fed me. And then the other pilgrimage was canoeing the Trave, which is the river which goes through Lübeck, which is my birth city. And yeah, just sort of honoring these kind of lifelines of the earth. And I think at the time I was in a residency also in Lübeck and I made this series of pictures which were on which was gold leaf on black cloth and they were following they were basically the courses of the Trava River and the Thames and different rivers and I called them Erdadern which means as much as earth arteries in English so yeah so I feel I'm coming up to a stage in my life where a lot of things are ending, like, for example, my very long-term relationship and marriage, um, the idea of a family, and I will also have to move this year, not from the actual place where I am, but just move house where my daughter and I have lived in for the last five years. Yeah, also because I'm in perimenopause now and soon probably going to enter menopause, I feel that I am entering a totally new life phase. And yeah, this picture and idea of marking a, maybe a new start into something, the start into a major life transition and also coming to the end of a lot of things, very important things in my life. And yes, I would like to mark it, but I don't really know where or how or what along to do this pilgrimage. And that has been preoccupying me 
So I've been doing a little bit of research and I really, really like the idea rather than following some paths that have been trodden or pilgrimed before, usually in Europe, connected with certain saints or yeah, Christian religious paths throughout Europe. Like, for example, the big one is obviously the Santiago Way. Uh, I feel for me that the river theme is quite a strong theme. I have also considered really doing something here now in the UK. So there was the idea of going on the office dike path or trying to travel along the Avon, which the Froome River or where we are now is a tributary to. And yeah, I haven't really come to any major conclusions yet, but that is what is preoccupying my mind, really. It would be really amazing if we could be given the time to to do these things in our work lives and our consciousness, really. And it brings me to another thought or experience that I have had over this period, because my daughter and I, we on winter solstice, which this year was on the 22nd of December, we went to Stonehenge, which is actually not very far from our house, a sort of 35-minute drive in the car. And currently the ancient monument is managed by an institution here called English Heritage. And You have to pay money to go close to the stones. But even then, you you are not allowed, like you're only allowed to go along a path on the outside of the stones and not inside the actual stones. And the only times they open the stones up and people can go everywhere and it won't cost anything is at winter solstice and at summer solstice. So I thought it would be an amazing thing to go and see the sunrise because supposedly uh, when the sun rises at, at, I mean, probably at summer solstice as well, but at winter solstice, the sun rises and and there are like sort of three arches and the gaps in the arches, uh, quite thin gaps, they align with the rising of the sun. So we uh, went and firstly, all of the roads were gridlocked. But anyway, we managed to park the car and then walk up to the stones. And I guess somehow I was at least envisioning something like a gathering where people would sing. Quite often people from Glastonbury would try and do some kind of neo-pagan rituals there, which I am not particularly into. But yeah, I was kind of expecting something, I guess. Some kind of gathering, powwow, um, some kind of focus. But essentially what we experienced was just hordes of people walking talking and being on their phones and taking pictures. There were a couple of things and a couple of bits and areas where people were either singing or I guess trying to do some ritual. 
and Morris dancing. Um, our neighbor actually participated in that, which was quite lovely. But yeah, it was quite dispersed. And anyway, I came away from the experience quite deflated, I have to say. I mean, I'm not sure what I exactly expected, but I felt it was just such a obvious picture of the dysfunctionality of our society, really, and disconnection between people, no kind of connection with the land and ancestors and honoring of that in any shape or form everything being quite disparate, like quite isolated and spread out. And I wondered how, you know, in many parts of the world, when there are festivals, especially religious festivals or spiritual festivals, and yeah, there's such meaning and purpose and togetherness in the gathering and that was definitely not the case here. And yeah, it just made me a little bit sad, but I guess showed us the the way of the world or how our world around us is at this moment in time. But coming back to pilgrimages, that's why I think my, my thoughts even returned much stronger to this idea and this idea of pilgrimages pilgrimage and using this as a markation for our own passages and something that although obviously it would be great to do this and to be witnessed in this with a lot more people and in your community at least that is still something that we can do we can do as an individual and it still has meaning um so yeah and although we are not participating in a very very collective let's say like kind of trance ritual or festival i have been listening to a really wonderful podcast uh, called The Emerald, and uh, Joshua Schrei talks a lot about how these kind of gatherings and um, festivals and devotional trance collective experiences have always been part of human um, experience till not that recently, and and still still are in many, many parts of the world. Um, he goes every year to India to be part or um, to witness some of these festivals that he has a connection to. So yeah, I can really recommend um, listening to his podcast. It is wonderful. And how we can derive healing and meaning and be part of something, be part of something bigger. And so, unfortunately, there has been a lot of sadness and disappointment over these last weeks. But at the same time, there has also been a bit of a focus. And underneath it all, I feel there is a bit of excitement as well. Excitement about a new stage. Excitement about 
marking an ending or endings and yeah stepping in through stepping through something stepping into a new time a new phase which astrologically I've been listening to a couple of astrologers um, because I use astrology in in my herbal practice as well especially a podcast or I'm on an app and uh, the woman who's doing it is called Chani Nicholas and I can really recommend her book but also yeah her app and uh, there are some free features on the app which you can access um, if you don't want to subscribe yeah and a couple of other astrologers and supposedly in 2024 things are going to speed up um, with lots of planets uh, moving into air signs and yeah a lot of new new things and mental energies so we will see how that all goes so i would like to wish you all a very happy new year May it be full of, full, full, a full 2024. Thank you so much for being here, listening. Uh, recently, a bit more of my ramblings and musings. I hope it it gives something. And even if it's just little sparks of inspiration or a change of perspective, or whatever it could be, not sure. And yeah, thank you so much for being here. And I have got two interviews in the pipeline, but the last few weeks have been quite slow, and I still have to record and then edit. So I think uh, new interviews won't really be published till sort of February, March, or February time, and then another one in March time. So I hope you can bear with me and lots of love. Bye.